And now with a look at the week's movie offerings from what is about to be for at least one more day, Sunny White Rock, we say good morning to CKNW movie guy Rick Forchuk. Hi, Rick. Good morning, Sterling. Gee, it's great to have the band back together well, again. Well, isn't it now? Good fun. So you got to the movie at the theaters. This is a controversial film, and it's said to be really good. I don't know what to make of it. What do you Tell us about She Said, Rick, Yeah, please. I really like this movie. I okay. thought it was very well done. It's based on the 2019 book of the same name by Jody Cantor and Megan Toohey, both investigative reporters for the New York Times. And it was the reporting by these two women that blew the lid off the Harvey Weinstein cases of rape and sexual harassment and prompted the start of the hashtag MeToo movement. It's directed Sterling by Emmy winner Germany's Maria Schrader. And we see the two reporters, Cantor and Tuhi, played respectively by Zoe Kazan and two-time Oscar nominee Carrie Mulligan, uh, uh, take on the Weinstein case with the same kind of investigative abandon that we lost saw in the movie Spotlight in mm. 2015. That one uncovered sexual misconduct within the Catholic Church. And all the presidents spent a lot earlier, 1976, which blew the lid off the Watergate scandal. Mm. Both of those movies, Sterling, were Oscar winners, and I think she said is going to be lined up in that category as well. Uh, as in the book, we learn about the processes that the two journalists use to uncover allegations of sexual misconduct, sexual abuse, and sexual harassment over three decades, during which time it was alleged that Weinstein targeted actresses, female production assistants, temps, and other women at both Miramax and the Weinstein Company. Now, the movie did not speak to the involvement of Brad Pitt, and actually his Plan B Productions produced it. Uh, rumors say that Pitt uh, was, uh, knew about the abuse because Gwyneth Paltrow told him about it, as did Angela, Angelina Jolie a few years later, uh, but Pitt continued to do business with Weinstein anyway. They don't touch on that at all. Hmm. Uh, but a strong cast here includes Patricia Clarkson and Andrew Brower. We also see Ashley Judd heroically playing herself, being another of Weinstein's targets. And Judd is really the hero here. She took a huge risk in coming forward with the allegations about Weinstein, and I think she took an equally huge risk appearing as herself in the movie. Great film, very, very well done. Recommended highly, Sterling. Interesting. And also at the movies this week is the one that I've seen more commercials for than she said. This is a foodie movie starring Ray Fiennes called The Menu. Tell yeah, us and more. I guarantee that you have never seen a movie quite like this before. I certainly have not. It's a rarely seen mix of genres. We have something here for foodies, for sure, as you said, for comedy fans, and for those who like horror thrillers. Okay. Now, Ray Fiennes leads an impressive cast here that includes uh, Anya Taylor-Joy from The Queen's Gambit, Nicholas Holst from About a Boy, he also plays Beast in the X-Men movies, and John Leguizamo from John Wick Chapter 2. Fines is a chef. He's named Chef Slovak, and an award-winning man of the kitchen who hosts people, and in particular a young couple here, at his remote island location for a very special culinary experience, which turns out to have very frightening consequences. So in the beginning, Sterling, uh, we see a group of eclectic people. They're high-end people. They're one-percenters, and they are boated out to this island, right. uh, to this place where people wait sometimes years to get a reservation to be able to enjoy the food from the great chef. Uh, at, in the beginning, it looks like it's just going to be a foodie thing. Then something happens that changes everything, and it's a shock, not only to the patrons in this little island restaurant, but to the audience. And I can't spoil anything by telling you what happens, but I will say, again, you've never seen a movie quite like this before, and I heartily recommend it. And That's even the, the commercials, Rick, suggest something kind of freaky. I yeah. mean, it just it looks a lot, there's a lot more going on than the than, that meets the eye, and you get that vibe immediately. 
immediately from seeing the ad. Looking forward to that one. Uh, tell us about Disenchanted, please. Yeah, this is on Disney Plus. It's streaming this weekend. Then we've got uh, Amy Adams and much of the original cast from the Enchanted movie, including James Marsden and Patrick Dempsey. They show up 15 years later, gracing the biggest screen uh, then and on the small screen now. It was a blockbuster hit, bringing in more than $350 million back then. In that film, Princess Giselle, that's Adam's character, living in an animated fairy tale land, was just biding her time and singing her songs while she waited for Prince Charming. Well, he showed up in the person of Prince Edward, played by Marsden, and the day before their marriage, a tragedy befell the princess. At the hands of an evil hag, got to have one of those, uh-huh. uh, played here by Susan Sarandon, she was dumped into a well, which was actually a conduit between two worlds, the animated land of Andalasia, where she lived, and now the harsh, raucous world of New York City, complete with honking taxis and frenetic pedestrians. There she met a divorce lawyer named Robert Phillip, played by Dempsey, and eventually fell in love, married, and lived happily, well, not quite ever after. As this new story opens up, it's ten years later, and Giselle and her husband are moving to the suburbs with their child and a new baby in tow. On arrival, it's clear that something isn't quite right, as their new home in Monroeville seems to be under the control of Malvina Monroe, played by Maya Rudolph, who is not what she seems to be. Mm-hmm. As Giselle struggles with this new twist, she makes a wish, wanting everything to be perfect fairy tale world again. The spell backfires, and it turns both her live-action world and the animated world of Andalasia upside down. There are a lot more songs here than in the, than the original. A good account given by Idina Menzel, who once again plays Nancy. It is a PG rating, and uh, girls who want to be princesses will just love this one. That's uh-huh. Disenchanted. It's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Okay, great stuff. Now, I, I, I saw an interview uh, with Ryan Reynolds in the newspaper about Spirited, and he said his entire career he's been waiting for an opportunity to work with Will Ferrell, and that's why he did the movie. Tell us about it. Yeah, this is a great film. I really liked it. It's on Apple Plus, and it's just when you thought you've seen every possible variation on the Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol, uh, from the Muppets to George C. Scott to the Alistair Sim version from 1951. Uh-huh. Along comes a truly different twist. Now, this one's set in the present day. The star here, the Scrooge of the story, is a character named Clint Briggs. He's played by Ryan Reynolds. As expected, he's a miserable soul, given to creating chaos and grief all around himself, and uh, through his thoughtlessness, sometimes and mean and stingy mannerisms, hurts other people. As Christmas Eve approaches, Briggs is visited by the first of three ghosts, this one being the spirit of Christmas Present, played by Will Ferrell. Uh-huh. Each Christmas Eve, this spirit seeks out a wretched person to reform, and this time it's Briggs. Unlike Dickens' original story, though, Briggs turns the table on the ghost, and soon his Christmas present is examining his own past, present, and future, completely forgetting the original mission. Now, this is the first version of A Christmas Carol to be told from the perspective of the spirits themselves, past, present, and future, and it's clear that they picked on the wrong Scrooge this time, Sterling. Uh-huh. Uh, Oscar winner Octavia Spencer also stars, as does Sunita Manny from the series Glow, as the spirit of Christmas past. It's an interesting spin on an old classic and a musical version at that, and I've got all kinds of time for anything Ryan Reynolds does. The rating here is PG. Well, in, in that interview that I mentioned in which he said it was just such a blast to have a chance to work with Will Ferrell, he also talks about the fact that he's he's turned into a movie song and dance man. He had done that now. Not never before. Never and he said before. the only reason we pulled it off is because we had 40 or 50 takes to get it right each time. It eventually did, but it was uh, it was quite a, an experience all around for him. Just a, a wonderful, wonderful.
wonderful time. He really enjoyed making it. And, of course, that, uh, that will shine through, won't it? Yeah, and he's a guy who loves his work, and that's clear. You know, you watch his interviews on television, you read them in the papers and uh, different press, and uh, he just comes through as a genuine person, just a real good guy, loves his craft, does a great job with it. And where do we find this new Ryan Reynolds, uh, uh, Will Ferrell movie? That one is streaming on Apple Plus right now. All right, Rick, thanks. I'm fresh out of time and always grateful for yours. Good to talk to you on the radio again. Great to talk to you, Sterling.